Passport to Citizenship, a Range Developments podcast. Welcome to this exciting podcast series which will explore the concept of citizenship by investment and what it actually is and enables. We will be interviewing the leading names in the world of citizenship by investment, luxury travel, real estate and politics and hearing about their story and journey in life as well as their views on citizenship by investment. But who are we? Range Developments is the largest and most successful hospitality developer in the Eastern Caribbean engaged in the citizenship by investment sphere. Our objective is to provide investors with access to exceptional real estate developments under citizenship by investment programmes of the countries that we operate in. Enjoy and remember to rate, review and subscribe. Passport to Citizenship, a Range Developments podcast. Welcome back to our second episode and I'm hugely excited to welcome a guest who I'm somewhat jealous of in terms of their location, which he will reveal all in a moment, Um, but he's a hugely eminent individual in the world of citizenship by investment or CBI for short. Percy Cloudon, who is CEO of Grenada's Citizenship by Investment Unit. Percy, welcome. How are you today? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm well. I'm very I'm doing very well um, at this point in time. Good. I'm glad to hear it. And obviously, as I alluded to in your job title, you are in Grenada at the moment. And obviously, given I'm British, obligatory question, how's the weather and how is life on the beautiful island of Grenada? Well, um, it's very nice here. Um, Tropical weather. Average temperature, um, 85 degrees, and um, lovely beaches. Um, Life is exciting here, and everyone is enjoying it uh, because we are COVID-free. We have been COVID-free for the last um, two to three months. Um, No deaths, no one has been declared with the virus for the last two months. So we, we're doing well. It's very well managed by the administration. And um, we hope to continue that. I'm delighted to hear that. And congratulations, because uh, clearly in the UK, it's, it's a different story, but hugely excited to hear that because it's um, obviously for, for Caribbean islands, it's been uh, you know a huge impact on tourism. And, and, and we were talking earlier, now international tourists are now able to, to fly and, and arrive on the island. Is that correct? Yes, um, we opened the international airport to international flights um, this week. JetBlue is um, landing. American Airlines is um, due to come in um, five times a week. There's a local airline, Caribbean airline, that's um, traveling the Caribbean bubble. Brilliant. Well, look, I, I absolutely wish you all the luck. And I've, I've actually been to, a uh, bit of a disclosure here, been to Grenada before, so I'm not sort of talking with no awareness. And it is beautiful. I've been, to, I've been fortunate enough, without showing off, to, to have been to a number of Caribbean islands, but Grenada always sticks in, in my memory. So I'm delighted to hear that 
things will get back to normal uh, or a new normal, shall we say? Yeah, the new normal. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The new normal. I think uh, that's the that's the phrase, isn't it? The the, the go to phrase at the moment. But look, let's um, park Grenada just for a moment, and I want to know a little bit more about yourself, Percy. Could you, for the benefit of our listeners, tell me a little about your personal background and and your journey, if you like, uh, to where you are today as CEO of Grenada Citizenship by Investment Union. The journey has been long and um, exciting. I graduated from the Presentation Brothers College here in Grenada um, quite some time ago and then traveled to the United States Virgin Islands where I had my, my graduate education in accounting and business administration. It's in the Caribbean. And life there is very similar to that of Grenada. And the population is mostly Caribbean. So I ended up staying there, working there. And I spent about 25 years at a bank where I I started as a management trainee after finishing my um, master's degree, um, lectured on a part-time basis at the university there for a short while, and then moved, moved to the bank um, where I spent 25 years, as I said, and grew to be the vice president in charge of credit administration. Um, that was quite exciting. I was like the police for the loan officers. <laughs> uh, yes, after that, I had a stunt with the um, local government when the John D. Young administration took over. And um, I was tapped to be the CEO of the Economic Development Authority where I spent eight years. And then after the change of administration, I decided to return home to Grenada, where Prime Minister Mitchell tapped me for various boards. And ultimately, the chief executive officer of the um, CBI unit. So here I am now. Pretty exciting, trying my best to make it make this unit the 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 best of the CBIs. <laughs> Brilliant. And and actually what I like, Percy, about that is, you know, you've 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 kind of uh, shall we say, worked in the mainstream world. You've obviously appreciate the business world. You were clearly very uh, adept at understanding, uh, you know, at a senior level, how to progress things. Obviously, I, yes. I heard you chuckle about the police element. I'm surprised you've not had a stint in the, in the police force, Percy. That might have, might have worked for you. <laughs> But clearly, you know, and I don't say this to everybody, you're clearly a very successful man. And, you know, a lot of people who uh, may not be aware of citizenship by investment may then be sitting and thinking, well, how does that work for Percy if he's then located um, on the island of Grenada? So so I wanted to just sort of delve into a typical day for you. What 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 do you get involved with and, and what is it that you enjoy about what you do for a living? The day begins at about 5 a.m. Wow. 
And it, it begins at that time because um, I have an objective to ensure that the, the work, the files we get, the applications we get are dealt with in a very short time. So I, I start my day at five. I, I, you know, have my coffee, of course, and start looking at the applications so that by nine o'clock, I would have dealt with some. I go into the office at nine and um, distribute the work that I had done earlier. So to keep things moving, because it's, it's a competitive situation here, and when I took office, one of the things that came to, to me was that the, the unit was taken a little too long to, to give uh, results. So by doing that, I, I um, reduced the time and we are now averaging between 67 and 85 days. Turn around. Great. And I'm, I'm happy about that. And I'm, I'm very happy about that. So it makes us a little more competitive. Yeah, which is obviously very, very key. And uh, compared to legacy uh, visa programs, clearly uh, this type of visa program is also you know, one of the big advantages is the turnaround time. But of course, then that's relative to each location. And as you mentioned, these sort of uh, Caribbean islands are, are in competition of, of sorts. I mean, who, who do you typically come across during your day? Because I can imagine it's all sorts of people from potentially government level to then, you know, liaising indirectly or directly with the applicants themselves through to, I guess, people like Range Developments and, and Mohammed. You must have a very varied uh, I guess, contact book of sorts. Yes, yes. Very, very, very. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> our, our, our applications, if I may, come mostly from, from, from China. We have about 47% of the applications originate in China. Then we have Nigeria, India, Russia, and we, are, we continue to expand. Um, our just uh, recent Minister of Foreign Affairs embarked on um, increasing our visa-free travel uh, countries, which, which are now um, approximately 140. Brilliant. That, that's brilliant. And, and I guess if we sort of go back to Grenada now and, and focus a bit more on citizenship by investment, and I mean, that figure for China is actually is very, very high. Um, and obviously, you've got an array of, of individuals. But what is it that is unique about Grenada's CBI offering compared to other countries or indeed Caribbean islands? Well, um, one, um, we have reduced the processing time, the turnaround time. Um, we have um, included, we are focused on the family um, inclusion of dependent parents and grandparents and children on the, dependent children on the 30. Of course, the E2 treaty um, signed between Grenada and the United States, which, which accommodates the E2 um, visa for applicants. We, we are the only one in, in the region with, with that um, unique ability. No tax on worldwide income. 
which is which is a very um, significant thing for wealthy um, individuals applying for uh, a second citizenship. And the investment can be um, sold to another Grenadian citizenship investor after five years. I, I see those as the major um, advantages the, the Grenada um, citizenship offers. And I think in particular, if I may point out that the, the treaty with the US is, is a particular benefit. I mean, just as an aside, do you, do you see the COVID-19 pandemic um, as sort of driving that interest in CBI in general, but in particular Grenada for people who are thinking, do you know what, this, this virus is going to stick around. If I've got enough wealth, actually I could sort of work, dare I say it, work from home from a different location. And why not work from home in, in Grenada? Do you, do you see a, an increase yes. in... Yes, 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 certainly, certainly. Not, not only um, um, investors... But um, locals um, who reside abroad uh, are seeing it um, fit to return home now. So um, I'm expecting a boom in the construction industry, one, um, with, with um, particularly residential homes, because a lot of the locals who reside in foreign countries will, will you know, I see them beginning to return. And also, we are working on a program where investors and business people can reside here and, you know, um, through the, the citizenship for a, a while and work here. It will be a special, accommod special accommodation for them. Interesting. I, th I think definitely people returning home, I guess that's going to have massive uh, benefits for, for the yes. economy and and certainly one would hope you're not just trying to rectify I guess the the drop during the pandemic actually you might be exceeding levels in due course because of this sort of as we said earlier this new norm that will mean people's behavior is going to change and, and they're going to, yes. to look at Grenada as, as a safe place not not that they didn't before but if they looked at it and said well I've got to go and travel somewhere else locals saying I've got to travel somewhere else for XYZ they may be reframing Grenada and saying well actually given the pandemic I'm going to view it in an entirely different way so who knows I mean it may be that that real estate on the island and, and residential assets suddenly shoot through the roof in terms of values it could be a completely different picture in, in a year's time i mean just um talking a little bit more about cbi and obviously given your prominent position if you were to sort of look ahead into the future given the pandemic given people's impact on their wealth in some cases some people obviously their wealth has increased some people have been impacted in a negative fashion what do you think in your opinion is the future of citizenship by investment in general do you think it's going to become more of the norm to invest in something like this yes um i i have a very positive outlook um for the future of the cbi program for, firstly um longevity um because of our desire to protect the integrity of the program we have um, several tiers in our due diligence um, processes. So um, the, the integrity and the value 
of our passport. The integrity of the program um, is foremost, and the value, and that keeps the value um, of the passport high. So the future would be uh, quite positive. We are doing some other things that would make it more attractive for sports enthusiasts and you know other other types of businesses. Not only the uh, accommodation industry, but we'll also beginning to look at the medical industry, the health healthcare. So it's an important program, most of all to the economic growth and development of the country and its people and its sustenance is critical to raising the standard of living for every resident in Grenada. And I, I, would, I would proceed to say that the range development in the La Sagesse area is one of the good things that's happening to the um, economy in Grenada. Absolutely. Just to pick up on your point about passports and the uh, longevity, I've spoken about it before, but I think the, the concept, not even the concept, the reality of CBI actually, we'll see from investor side, certainly, it treated as a core asset class. So alongside real estate, for example, actually CBI is, is, a, is an asset class for, for individuals to invest in because it has that longevity. It also has the travel benefits, the business benefits. And of course, that's not just for the individual, it's for the wider family. So I think, frankly, it's a no brainer. And I certainly think that people will look at CBI, not just for the super wealthy, but actually for the individuals who may be deciding to invest money in, I don't know, real estate or some other asset class and thinking, well, hold on, is this going to give us the enjoyment, the longevity and, and the flexibility and opportunities? And the answer is is yes, I think. And, and just... Yes. Yeah. And ju just moving on to, you touched on range developments in La Sagesse. We obviously can't go without uh, talking about the Six Senses Las Vegas Resort. I mean, what's you said that obviously it's a hugely positive thing, but what's your feelings and thoughts? I guess you're very excited about the arrival of the resort uh, when when it is finally completed. Yes, cert certainly, certainly. And um, one one of the good things um, the, the the range um, development chose a very a very unique location it's it has left the the hustle and bustle of the um hotel belt in the south where practically all all the hotels are and they are moving to the um southeastern shore of the island in one of the parishes which is called saint david's and uh, it's, it's one of the largest um, parishes, I think, and um, therefore um, highly populated. And it is where agriculture, there's, there's a lot of agriculture um, taking place there, the agricultural development. So range, I see the range development as providing um, jobs, to the local to the local residents 
which which is which is a critical part of any economic development it's it's going to bring a new tone into that parish that parish being the only parish without a town so it's going to encourage business activity in that area so you're going to find little supermarkets convenience centers um barbershops etc 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 um which is which is good it's an excellent opportunity for the expansion of small businesses which is absolutely key isn't it i think when people look at um development in any part of the world they they may sometimes say well actually you know do we need it what's wrong with things as they are now but actually you know every part whether it be an island or a country needs to develop and there's always the positive aspect which is the job creation the different businesses and that that provides opportunity and we we also have to remember we're not just looking at the individuals who live there at the moment we have to look at their children and their children's children because actually we want them to stay on the island obviously you've got fantastic um st george's university so clearly you've got the educational element but of course youngsters tend to disappear they think that they've got to go and travel the world we'll add in the fact we've got covid19 that might not be as easy for them to do so ultimately if they look at the island and say hold on i'm not just seeing a job here i'm seeing a career that's an entirely different picture and i think what range developments are doing is is creating careers for the next generation and the generation after that. Exactly, which is critical for a a small island nation. Completely. And you retain your talent, which obviously is key because, you know, you don't necessarily want to have jobs that, you know, are being filled however many times every other year, for example. People will start to see things as, as a career opportunity, which is hugely important. Exactly. And, and I, if I may, it is my understanding from, from speaking with Mohammed that Range will develop a small um, hotel um, training school mm-hmm. um, within the area to, to ensure that um, its employees are well trained and it's not going to focus on the employees of range only but locally the entire local um population engage in the um accommodation business so which is which is a a a very um good thing it is indeed and i think also um you know on the on the sort of a csr element whether it be the environment or the local communities you know range what i've personally been very impressed by uh, certainly vis-a-vis their other resorts uh in st kitts and dominica is the level of engagement in the community which frankly if you were going to look at it in a very blunt way has nothing to do with their resorts but it's everything to do with range developments which actually shows it isn't just a we'll put a you know blast of investment into that island and then thanks very much off we go it's much longer term than that which not every developer 
uh, you know, takes that stance. So, so I'm delighted to hear that that that's how you feel, and and I'm super excited about the Six Senses Resort. Hoping, obviously, that Mohammed is very kind and allows me to stay there for a week, maybe two. Uh, you know, Percy, I might have a drink with you when we're out there, but it, it looks fabulous, and I'm super excited. Um, just as a final question, it's the million dollar question that I ask everybody, mm. and and obviously relevant to your life in general. Mm. You're obviously very experienced, and and you've you've been there done that won the t-shirt but I wanted to ask you what do you wish you had have known 10 years ago that you now know today well I, I wish I knew about this program 10 years ago because my my whole um, life for the last decade would have been different because I, I see it, um, I would have been a developer, first of all, because the program assists in providing the financial resources to developers, prospective developers, um, to accomplish their goals at, at relatively low cost. So, and, and that's one um, good attribute about this program. It assists in providing capital to encourage development. I wish I knew that before. <laughs> I wish I'd known about your role, Percy, more importantly. I think I would have been uh, head of head of the CBI unit on Grenada. I would have had your job, if that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, <clears throat> I... I, I you know, would have encouraged um, more foreign um, investment into Grenada from, you know, a decade ago, had, had I been, you know, associated with this program or known about it. While in the Virgin Islands, I, I didn't um, get, although I was involved in economic development, I didn't, I wasn't aware of this, this program, this specific program and its workings. But it's, it's a fantastic program, not only for Grenada, but for the region. And as far as employ, providing employment, providing infrastructure development, causing the governments to be able to receive um, financing to develop infrastructure, to develop healthcare, to develop education. So, you know, it's a, critical, a very critical program for the good of Grenada and the region. Fantastic. Great answer, Percy. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you, even if I am still somewhat jealous of, of where you are in the world at the moment, but I have really enjoyed speaking to you. So thank you very much for your time today. And just as a little note for our listeners, if you could remember to rate, review and subscribe, that would really help us in terms of uh, our reach. But thank you again, Percy. And I look forward to speaking to you soon on another podcast episode to our listeners. Thank you. Certainly. Thank you for having me.